On today's Believe in Chicago Sports podcast, we're talking Illini. Basketball is in the top 10, and football's recruiting in-state? What a novel concept. All that and more in episode 44 now. Welcome in to the Believe in Chicago Sports podcast with Joey Gelman and myself, Dan Collins. You can find Joey on Twitter at Joey Gelman. Myself, I am there as well. You could find me at Tweet Dan Collins. This fine, lovely show on the Tweet Machine at Believe in Chicago. As always, we are brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one network for professionals. Joey, I-L-L? I-N-I. Almost started out here with uh, throwing back to the Illini Drive days, back when we were doing college radio. Yes, for the first time, oh no, not the first time actually, but... Well, for the first time, we will have a dedicated Illini show. It's not going to be the first time talking about the Illini on the podcast. However, we'll kick it off with hoops. And where to think about? I mean, it's now becoming a bigger, bigger reality that this is an Elite Eight, dare I say, Final Four championship contending Illini basketball squad. And... You knew it going in. There was some chatter about it that this team was going to be really, really damn good, especially when Iodesumo and Kofi Coburn were like, hey, yeah, we'll come back. We'll we'll, we'll definitely play another year together. You got them. You got Trent Frazier and everything else on the squad. Pretty good coaching so far by Underwood. And here we are. They're living up to the hype this season so far. A couple rocky losses to a couple good teams, though. Along the way, they find themselves in the top 10 of the polls, though. And we're only, I know it sounds crazy, we're less than a month away from March. Sooner or later, madness will happen. Is, is it going to be madness this year? Of course it will be madness, whether you have X amount of fans or not. Um, but yeah, Joey, are you are you ironing the Illini gear? Are you going back to reminiscing on the beautiful uh, days you had there on campus, covering all those great basketball and football teams? I joke a little there. Um, but it is exciting to, to finally get closer and closer to that start date where you're going to get into, once again, March Madness. And legitimate, legitimate Elite Eight Final Four championship contending team. Yeah, it's weird to have expectations, right? It's like you 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 watch this team for so long squander in the in the wilderness, and and to have them actually live up to the expectations everyone expected them to this year is awesome. And you know, were they going to make a long tournament run last year? I'm not necessarily sure, but they were robbed of that chance, and so now this is the make it or break it because Io and Kofi are gone, and and so they're after this year. So it's. It's all in on the 2020-2021 season, and it's awesome. I mean, it's weird going into every game being like, yeah, like you're supposed to win these games. This team is developing. This team is clicking now, winning four in a row, heading into the final stretch of games, and it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, I, I know you and I watched a lot of bad basketball for four years at Illinois, and so it's, it's nice to see it actually come together. I, I'm bummed there can't be fans there right now, but... You know, if the world gets a little better and people can get to March Madness and see them play, that'll be awesome. And it's 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 just really nice to see. It's, it's like there's not really you know a negative. You know, we bitch and moan about the Bears and about the Bulls, all these things. And like Illinois is like, this is really exciting. Like this is truly a team that could make a deep run. And you know me, I I don't bet on anything. The only thing I bet on this year is Illinois ticket to the 
national championship. That's the only thing I got to bet on that I did months ago for fun. Really? So, so we'll see if I can get my uh, my cash winnings. Was that more out of? I mean, I know obviously you believe this team legitimately can be a championship contender. You know, they they could be competing in the very last game of the season. But was that? What part of it was more fandom and just for fun? And the other part where it's like, no, I truly believe, Illini fan or not, this will be the best college basketball team this year. I'm curious. Or was it more fandom? Well, I think it was actually more logical reasoning for that this team will be good. Because I I always love this team as a fan. But if it's John Gross's fourth year, I'm not betting on them to win the championship just for a fun bet. This team actually had a shot preseason and now does. Now, my, my one complaint is I was in Chicago at the time when the betting lines came out, and it was a really good one to buy, but you can't bet on Illinois in Illinois. So I, once I came back to Pennsylvania, then I could get it. It was a, a worse odds, but I, it was still good enough to bet on. But um, no, it was, it was truly like, yes, am I a, fan, a fanboy? Yeah, of course. But, <laughs> but it was really rooted in this team actually has a shot. That's fair, and... You know what's you know what's weird, Joey, and I, I've done this the past couple of days. You know, leading up to postseason college basketball, if you will call it, and how weird is it, and and how much better does it make you feel when you look at the top teams this year, in particular? Let's just throw out the top twenty-five. You don't see Duke, you don't see Kentucky, you don't see North Carolina. Like, doesn't that make you feel more confident that? Less and less powerhouses are out of those top tier rankings, and it's Illinois, like I said, in there in the top ten. I mean, some familiar names, obviously, Zaga, Michigan, Ohio State, of course, Villanova, but there's a lot of those big, just dominant school, you know, the ones you see every single year in the top four, top ten, just not even there, and it kind of makes it feel a little bit of, I don't want to say an easier road but how much does that increase your confidence that oh hey like we don't even have to worry about those teams being disgustingly good this year right no it's a good point it's weird that the blue bloods aren't in there but i will also say that i don't think we've seen a big 10 as deep as it is than this year and so in the top 25 right so 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 that's where i go okay yeah those teams with the names aren't in it but half the time, those guys are ranked higher than they are because of their name, not because of their quality. And the Big Ten this year is that top-tier conference to where it's going to be a dogfight to get to the tournament just facing, yeah. you know, I mean, you can have five or ten teams in there and and really make a run for it. So it's, it yes, from, from a on-paper perspective, it makes you say, oh, like, there may be a real legitimate shot, but I think also like, you could get bounced in the first round of the Big Ten tournament, mess up your seating, and then get a weird matchup in the tournament and, and and all card you know all bets are off no no very solid point and not a big 10 team but hats off to loyal chicago just wanting to go on ahead and be be one of the top 25 uh in the mix again so so good for them the only correct me if i'm wrong in this joey and i, I can fact check now but want to say the only illinois school only college in the state of Illinois to win a national championship it was like back in the 1960s or something because yes Illinois sir never did and then heck who else would have done it <laughs> right if it's not Illinois and you have the you have the Loyola Chicago one very very few teams from there so yeah it it it, it is a little different this year obviously watching the team but 
while you see a lot of those blue bloods not in the top 25 mix, and that doesn't necessarily make this incredibly easy row. Good teams are still good teams just because their name's not Duke and it's something else or it's not North Carolina and it's a different top 10 team that's a top 10 basketball team, somebody you potentially face down the road. But yeah, it's the realization that it's this year or bust in terms of championship expectations. And the scary part about it is if you're one of those bigger schools, let's just say, you know, take Gonzaga, who's there every single year. You know, they just like to always be in the mix, number one so far. If they lose a couple big name juniors or seniors, like it's fine. They trust the recruitment process to where they're always in the mix. For Illinois, you have to take a deep breath and go, okay, can we rebuild something like this again in the very near future? Are we doing it now? How how well have we been doing it? How far behind are we? Because you want to get back to these expectations really soon, right? I mean, you don't want this to be like, you know, the 05 team where, oh, wow, you miss out against North Carolina, and then what? You know, you, you wait years and years and years to be to be a relevant team. I mean, look, it's been 15-plus years since you've had a legit championship contending Illini team. I mean, what was, what was the last team you had that was this good? You have to go all the way back to the team that lost in the championship. And you don't want to wait another decade plus, right, to have these expectations again. So, I know, pump the brakes. We haven't even, you know, there hasn't even been no postseason college basketball played yet. But still, I mean, it, it does add to a little of the excitement and anxiety knowing that, wow, this has to be it because, you know, you, you have two studs out there. Studs who... Apparently, also, I was I was reading into this a couple days ago. Not some people not even thinking first round picks yet. How nuts is that? Especially I would assume. Oh, come on. Which I know is one of the reasons he came back, right? Because he didn't have a chance to show out in March Madness last year. Unfortunately, you know that was taken away. Um, but yeah, ha- has opportunity to now. So should only increase the draft stock. So go ahead, boys. Go out there. <laughs> go on ahead and increase the draft stock. Do what you got to do. Um, but yeah, it's just obviously something on your mind as an Illini fan. Are they good enough to do it? Yes. But uh, boy, if they fall short, that would be unfortunate. Which could very well happen. Yeah, and I think it's an interesting dynamic, too, with this team. Because I, like, I truly think they're set up to be a tournament team for the next 10 years. Like, this already would have been two. Right, if they made, they would have made it last year if not for COVID. So, and with the freshmen and everything, I think they're they're building something that can be sustainable. But, yeah, you 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 mentioned the two guys on top, and that's what's so interesting to me is, you know, I, I think last year, while Io and Kofi were good, but weren't nearly as, as as powerful as they are now, the overall team was more veteran laden. And you had Andres Feliz, and and Alan Griffin, and you had these, and obviously Trent Frazier and all that, and. It was a piece that could make it like it was a good tournament team. Would they win a championship? I don't know. But the surrounding pieces had experience and and that desire and hunger to get to that tournament that eluded them for so long. And so now what's interesting this year is Kofi and Io have taken that next step to a phenomenal level where, like you said, Io's probably an easy, you know, NBA draft pick. Kofi's right behind him unless, you know, he, he, he falls off. But he's really got to find a jump shot, I think, to get to that next level. But in, in college ball, he's, he's a monster. But the team around them is still very raw. And that's the difference this year is you have the two stars that can carry you. But, you know, when you're relying on Andre Corbello and, and Adam Miller to round out everything, they're really good talents. They're going to be awesome as juniors. But as freshmen, they're still really raw. And to count on them for a lot... In, in, in postseason play is a lot to ask. And so I'm curious how that dynamic will go. 
but I'm not going to sit here and poo-poo everything because they're playing really good basketball right now and have a legit shot, you know, to be atop the Big Ten at the end of all this, you know, even if Michigan doesn't play another damn game and, and decides to cancel theirs against Illinois, even though their virus protocols are over. But I'm not bitter about it. It's okay. So it's just interesting to, to see. It's, it's, it's exciting because I think you... Seeing everyone take the necessary step you wanted to, and I just want these guys, no, no matter what, like, I'm not trying to be a sappy fan about it, but they deserve it. It's like they got screwed last year, the fans got screwed last year, and, you know, I look at someone like Trent Frazier, who's been there for this entire thing, they just deserve the tournament. It's like when we watched Malcolm Hill for four years, and it's like, that guy bled orange and blue and couldn't find his way to a tournament. And, and you know... Those are the kind of people you 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 really root for, and and fans can root for too as a good tournament story. So I I can't wait for this thing to start. However it looks, it's going to happen, and and I can't wait for it to get started. Well said, and yes, definitely a, a little disappointment on my end that the game against Michigan gets you know doesn't get to be played, you know, postponed or, or canceled, whatever you want, however you want to word it. But like you said, plenty and plenty and plenty of good basketball left to be played, hopefully, right? There's plenty more exciting games. It's not like where, you know, if, if it would have been a couple teams ago where a big game gets canceled or postponed and now you go, oh, man, that was like the one I was looking forward to this year. or That was like the second one this year I was looking forward to. Oh, was, that was the one against Michigan. That's the only thing we had. You know, that's our that's our national title game every year. So, it's not like that. There's still plenty, plenty of exciting Illini basketball coming your way, and it's going to be fun. You know, we'll, we'll see, and we'll, we'll chat more about it on the podcast and see how it all plays out. Hopefully, nothing but good things. Like you said, Joey, I mean, I think that's well said. They definitely deserve it, and I'm loving, I'm loving the confidence in terms of tournament team next 10 years. Let's go. <laughs> I'm all about it. If, if, you know, if, if you're confident in what they're growing out there, I'll buy right into it with you. Speaking of growing a sustainable program. Illini football, doing some things of your liking, apparently. Joey Gelman, happy person. I am a happy person. And I and I know it's probably PR spin what they're doing, but I'm buying it because all they've done this week is tout Brett Bielema and his coaching staff's ability to recruit in-state. And they're dedicating all their resources and a majority of their coaches to recruit in Illinois. They have a new slogan. It's called Built, but it's spelled I-L-L in the middle, like Built in Illinois. And it's just such a far cry from what we've seen over the last, I mean, let alone just Lovey Smith era, but even before that. Like, all the guys they recruited, for the most part, the, the bigger names, besides like a Nick Allegretti or someone, but a, lo- a lot of it was out of state. And, or, or Juco guys, and Fringe, and... I think they really spurned Chicago for a long time, and the Chicago felt that. And when you'd ask coaches around, we talked about it when they fired Lovey Smith. We talked about it that you'd ask coaches around the state, they go, We haven't heard from Lovey in four years. And the same happened for basketball, too. Gross, and by the end, had some luck, but you know, the end of Weber and the beginning of Gross, they, they, they couldn't secure top tier talent from the state either. And so I think it's, it's well, yes, it's to, ha- to appease PR people. I think it's really, really important, and I'm excited that they're really focusing inward in their own backyard because there's a lot of good talent in Illinois, and you have to make it the destination for in-state. You can't keep having people leave to go play these big programs, just like basketball, right? Like, you know, Derek Rose, Anthony Davis, all these guys, they didn't go to Illinois. 
Like they, the second they could leave, they left. So it's a really big deal that you have Ayo Desumu from Morgan Park going to Illinois. It's a big deal that you could have the top recruits from Illinois for going to football. And so it's it's vital to the success of the program, and it's vital to the sustained success because you want Illinois to be the destination for many in-state student athletes. So good for them. They 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 knew what they did wrong. And they're trying, whether it works or not, I don't know, but at least they're going to try to do it the right way. And that has to make people all around the state and in Chicago feel really, really good about what's to come for, for Illinois football. Yeah. I mean, I love it. You're, you're taking the PR spin, but you're loving every minute of it. And I guess so am I. And, you know, whether it's more, and I hope it's just not more PR than anything. I hope it's, I hope it's both, right? I hope it's, this is really, really where that team wants to, focus a lot of their efforts on because i mean it goes the same for for you know any state if you can't win your own state <laughs> you know the majority of the time that's not good whether you're talking about football or basketball program so i, I hope it's a healthy mix to be quite honest with you i mean if you want to build out this whole marketing campaign of being built in illinois go for it because sometimes i mean that, that that's going to help maybe that will help your pitch you know to these in-state prospects that hey this is where we want you to go because we're building, right? Like you and everybody else that's a top-tier talent here in the state. We want to bring you to Illinois, and we even put this fancy slogan behind it. So sometimes goofy stuff like that can help. I'm all for it. And you just hope, like you said, that that marketing vision came about because it's it's an, initi- it's an initiative that they really want to you know set forth. And it's just goofy. I mean, not not goofy, but it's it's a little ridiculous to think that it took so long, right, to try to to try to go on ahead and come up with, you know, some kind of put a fancy slogan on it and really try hard, right? Go go hard in the paint on recruiting in state and this mostly for for football even though I used the basketball reference there, but the proof is in the pudding, at least you know when you have some documentation of of coaches in Chicago being or just in state Illinois saying, "Oh, Lovey Smith, yeah, I haven't talked to him in quite some quite some time." that's not too reassuring, you know, when when the Lovey Smith tenure was going on here. So, I mean, that's a little bit of evidence right then and there that they weren't going as hard as they should have in-state. And that's almost like the number one thing you look for in a coach at Illinois, mostly with basketball, but still with the football program is it's almost like when the Bears get a new head coach and you go, all right, are they going to mention the pe- in the press conference how much they hate the Packers and how the number one thing is going to be to beat the Packers? That's like the goofy, you know, Chicago Bears head coach. You know, one of the first things you try to check off. It's kind of like similar for an Illinois coach. You go, all right, how much are they going? Are they going to say that they're going to try to invest their time in recruiting in state and how much of a priority is that going to be for them? Sure find the best people in the country if if all the best recruits you could find and they're going to make any you know your football or basketball program a powerhouse if they all reside in hawaii or california yeah sure i get it but you still can't let the the best the best athletes you have in your state continuously leave one after another you have to land on a few of those so because of that it's been important right to illinois fans seeing all the seeing all this top tier talent go so when you finally hear somebody and here of just the program in general, trying to put a lot of their efforts there. Yeah, it's exciting. It, it's it's weird that you even have to talk about it, right? As something that's like good that's going on, and that it even takes this whole you know little marketing campaign, if you will, to try to make something like this happen or to try to sell it. But 
it is what it is. They they've done such a bad job on it. Um, I mean, if you're, if you're just looking even at the football side, you know, take away the basketball side and stick to just what you had in the Lovey Smith era and before that, not necessarily 10 out of 10 in that category by any stretch of the imagination, probably always below, you know, even a, even a half, even an average rating. So it's where you find yourself and just exciting times, huh? At Illinois, Joe, Hell yeah. the basketball program who's just building and building up and hopefully making a late run, you know, into, into March madness, you know, we'll, we'll see. And yeah, you know, if the football program wants to come out and recruit some in-state talent and build or be built in Illinois, then, Hey, maybe that could just be a, a slogan that sticks around year after year after season after season, because if they do well under it, why not? Keep it going. Keep the campaign. Keep the campaign alive. I mean, Northwestern gets to be Chicago's Big Ten team for every single year, right? That's that's just literally their thing. So, you know, yeah, why can't why can't Illinois recruit in state and optimistic? But I think now, and you kind of hinted on this, was you need to see the execution of it. You know, we'll start we'll start with this season, and just maybe one or two more to come. Give them a small leash, but after that. That's what you're going to want to see is the, is the execution of this all, and hopefully, hopefully it takes place. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, success breeds success, right? So if Illinois sucked but got Io, nobody would care. But I think you know, right. seeing him become the face of this team and then build it to where they could be a national championship contender that inspires someone in Chicago to come play at Illinois for basketball. That inspires someone to be a, a quarterback in Illinois to be the face of a of a college that could really compete i'm not, not i know that i'm ready for that but i'm saying it's the idea of that you need to have proof and they have that i mean for so long let's face it since 2012 i know the rest of the sports have been good but football and basketball have operated as a mid-major program and so now they're playing in the level and the league they're supposed to be in and doing it the right way and and i i i hope it works and continues to sustain success because it it could be something really really special and it's just it's funny because it's so logical it just wasn't done that way and so you know i'm looking forward to it and 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 to go off what you said about you know it's the idea that they're building it the right way to contend for championships i know that's just speak but it's so important like, like you said, right? The Bears come out and they say, we want to beat the Packers. You know what? At this point, I hate the Packers. I don't care. I want you to win a Super Bowl. So in this case, you don't have these coaches coming in and going like, well, you know, got to beat that purple team up north. Who the hell cares about Northwestern? It's like, no, you come in and you go, we're going to build this the right way to contend for a Big Ten title. That's what it needs to be. And that's, I think, the approach they're now taking. Screw the rivalries and everything else. you got to be at a bigger level than that. And, and they at least expect it of themselves. And hopefully the fans understand that and expect it of them, too, moving forward. Because we've expected just garbage the last couple of years. Flip the table. There you go. I don't want to hear Hell yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Bears, about the Packers. Shut up. Illinois about Northwestern win the damn thing bring me the trophy hey I'm with it I'm, I mean I, I I'm the, that's why I take it with a grain of salt right whenever you get the new coach up there whether it be for the Chicago Bears or the Illini basketball or football team and you're talking about a rivalry or something like that it's like okay whatever I, I think we've all been past it's almost just like a little bit now right that you have to have fun with or somewhat take serious I guess depending on your level of fandom but 
Whatever. Uh, quick question before we wrap up. Do we have a couple years of eligibility left? Do you know? College eligibility? Maybe we'll go master's degree? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Back to campus? Sure, I'm in. I mean, hey, if Orange Crush was able to be Orange Crush this year and everything else, and it'd be a lot more tempting, obviously, just with the way the times are now. Don't really know how much fun we'd have out there, but, you know, we just missed it by a few, uh, by quite a few years. I guess we didn't just miss it, but... Who knows? Maybe if we find some eligibility, Joey, we'll go back uh, in a season or two when this when they have two built programs. It'd be fun to see. I love it. I can't wait. And then we can eat delicious food at Maze and uh, be happy. There you go. I mean, yeah, they, that would be the pregame and the postgame for me. I just gain another after my quarantine 20. I could gain another go back back to college masters 20. Who knows? Oh, man, that's so true. Well, we're excited to hopefully see, you know, what Illinois brings to the table. They got a couple games left in basketball and, you know, football obviously around the corner, If you you know, a couple of months, but it'll be hopefully normal and, and back to where they need to be. And it's weird. We're actually excited to talk about Illinois sports. It's a nice change of pace. So I'm all for it if you are. Who'd have dunk it? Right? Who'd have dunk it? I love it. Well, that's going to do it for us today on the Believe in Chicago Sports Podcast. I'm Joey Gelman. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Joey Gelman. Dan is on Twitter at TweetDanCollins. The show, Believe in Chicago Sports, is also on Twitter at Believe in Chicago. Part of the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. We'll catch you guys on Monday recapping anything in the world of Chicago sports, or maybe we could talk more Illinois, because that's at least positive and keeps us happy throughout the week. So we'll maybe bring that for you again then. Until then, have a great rest of your week and weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.